coming up. We still don't know why the remains were in three different locations in miles apart from each other. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. On the morning of June 17th, police in Minneapolis received a call about a gruesome discovery. On Thursday morning, 9.29 a.m., Minneapolis police responded to the 300 block of Main Street Northeast on a report of human remains found at that location. Officers arrived, located the items, and in fact confirmed that these were human remains, body parts. They were soon called to a second location, two blocks away. They received information that uh, there were additional evidentiary pieces, third in university. They went down, recovered those with the help of the uh, medical examiner's office and the Minneapolis Crime Lab. Hannah Conway with CARE 11 in Minneapolis. Take us through this morning in June when police respond to a call about possible body parts. On June 17th, police were called to Northeast Minneapolis because someone reported finding some human remains. They arrived on the scene and sure enough, they found some human remains. And not only that, they found more human remains from the same person less than a mile away from the original scene. So here we have two scenes with human remains at both of them. And I know they searched the surrounding areas. They brought out cadaver dogs, but but didn't find... According to police, they didn't find all of the remains. From what they did find, though, were investigators able to reach any conclusions about how this person died? Was this a homicide case from the start? They later ruled it a homicide. And on Friday, June 18th, the next day, they identified the man who was killed, whose remains were found, as 36-year-old Adam Richard Johnson. But they say they did not find all of his remains the two sites. Uh, I can tell you that we do not have all necessary parts. Something else that's brought up at this press conference when they share the identity of the victim, Adam Richard Johnson, is the condition of the body parts. Did the police spokesperson speak to how long ago they believe that he'd actually been killed prior to the discovery of these remains? They said he had been killed fairly recently. Based on the information that our investigators have pieced together, They do, in fact, uh, believe that the homicide was recent. And there was actually no missing persons report for Johnson at the time. Didn't say he's even missing. I I don't even know at this point if we've had a missing persons report on him. Uh, We did go through all of our missing persons reports last night. He was identified independent of that. So they said uh, this had to have been recent. It was a homicide and they did not see any missing persons report for Johnson. They did say that he was in their system and he is someone uh, they would have been familiar with. That was their wording on it. Did they share any other information about him or about his last known whereabouts? No, they didn't share any of that. I did talk to Johnson's ex-girlfriend and the mother of his uh, youngest child, and she said he had just reached out to her a week earlier through Instagram and said that he loved her and that he would talk to her ASAP. But as far as speaking with him or seeing him, she said they spoke on the phone a few weeks ago, and that was the last time she talked, actually talked with him.
What about the investigation at this point when police address the media the day after this discovery? Do they say at that point if they have any suspects or any strong leads as to who might have killed Johnson or left his body parts in these locations? No, they don't have any suspects or any strong leads at this point. They do say that they believe this is a targeted attack and there was no threat to the public. This uh, this appeared to be a very focused attack. This did not appear to be random. And so that's the that's the hypothesis that we're working off of. Again, nothing that leads us to believe that there's a threat to public safety. But at this time, no leads as to uh, what might have led up to his death. They're still investigating that, or they were investigating that. Um, But what's interesting too is, you know, they said they didn't have all of his body parts, but they didn't identify which ones they do or they don't have. So um, they didn't say at the time, but they just said this appeared to be a targeted attack. You've spoken with Johnson's ex-girlfriend, a woman named Jojo, and and he was a father. They have a child together. What did she share with you about Adam Richard Johnson's relationship with his child and and how this tragedy has affected her family. She said that he was a great father. He uh, cared for his kids. He had he was the father of two kids and he really cared for them. He would do anything for them. He loved his children. Loved them. So she's the mother of the young his youngest child and then he has another uh, older child with someone else, but she said um, she actually waited to tell him a few days, and she still didn't tell her son and Johnson's son um, all the details of this. She's trying to keep some parts uh, out of it for them, so she just told him, you know, Dad passed away, and she described in detail of the little boy asking, you know, so I'll never get to see my dad again. And all he asked me was, so I'm never going to see my dad anymore. And I said, no. You know, it's just heartbreaking. And I talked to her on Father's Day and it was the first Father's Day that the little son was without his dad. And so, uh, but she said he he was a great dad. He, He was always there for his kids. Please, from the bottom of my heart, come forward. Where does the investigation stand then? What developments have there been since this discovery was made? So Johnson's body was discovered on June 17th. And it was discovered in two different parts less than a mile from each other, in two different places less than a mile from each other. Well, on June 22nd, early in the morning at 6.45 a.m., police were notified that they found more of Johnson's remains. This morning, more body parts were found, this time off East Franklin Avenue and West River Parkway, more than three miles from where other remains belonging to 36-year-old Adam Johnson were found last week. An unsettling discovery by anyone's measure. It feels like a bit of chaos. Even more chaotic and unsettling when you consider what the latest discovery means. The park bench is in such a public area where dozens of bicyclists, runners, and walkers pass every day that Minneapolis Police believe the human remains couldn't have been there since last week when the other remains were found. That would mean police believe someone is actively scattering them. These were a little over four miles from where they were originally found, but still in Minneapolis. And that's all we know at this point. Minneapolis police say they found the remains. They said uh, it was Johnson's remains. And that's about it. They're still investigating, but they did find more of his remains. We still don't know if it's all of the remains or the exact details on that, as well as uh, what they found about his death, you know, the cause of his death, or if they have any suspects, we are, they have not released that information to us. And, you know, there are a lot of outstanding questions, but maybe the biggest is is how and why 
did these body parts end up now in in three separate locations? Did they offer any insight into into anything they've been able to learn about that? Yeah, no, we still don't know why the remains were in three different locations miles apart from each other. So they didn't offer any sort of clue as to that. They didn't offer any sort of clue as to which remains or which body parts were found. So we still are left with a lot of questions. You know, how did his remains get in a few different parts of Minneapolis? You know, what remains have they found? How were they able to identify him? And so still a lot of questions surrounding this case. Anna Conway with CARE 11, thanks for sharing this story. Thanks for having me. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Daily Crime. You can check out all of Hannah Conway's reporting and continue to follow this case at care11kare11.com. If you're looking for more true crime, you can head over to vaultstudios.com, where you can find a full list of all of our shows, including our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. Redmond.